You're a little older and a lot wiser. The future is yours. Define aging on your own terms. Welcome to AARP Without Limits with your host, Mike Olander. Welcome. This is AARP Without Limits, WPTF Talk Radio, disrupting aging with the power of 50,000 watts. And our podcast, of course, which is available online anytime at WPTF and at um, ARP North Carolina. I'm your host, Mike Olander of ARP North Carolina. We have a great show for you today. Heather Black, Vice President of United Way of North Carolina, is with us to talk about family caregiving and the new Caregiving Navigator program that is available here in North Carolina. But before uh, we get to that, I'm joined, as always, uh, by my partner in crime here, esteemed production engineer here at WPTF, Mr. Jason Kong. Jason, how are you, sir? I'm wonderful, Mike. It's always fun to be here with you in the studio. <laughs> you say that so pleasantly. You don't know how much I appreciate that. Well, you know, I, I there's just... I'm generally an unpleasant person, I guess. Mm. So being near within the studio with you, it just it brightens my day. Well, that is so much. I'm very <laughs> thankful for that on this Thanksgiving weekend. Um, so Thanksgiving is, uh, you know, a different type of experience uh, for everybody. Um, I know some people, um, you know, holidays are different for different people. You know, some people used to. Get to get, you are used to getting together with family and doing things, and it's very joyous for others. It's a reminder of people who are no longer there. Um, and uh, I do hope with your family, um, you guys are not um, grieving the loss of, of folks and folks who used to be at the table uh, who are not there. But I, I do know that there are folks out there uh, for whom that that is a reality. And I just want to express um, our understanding and and sympathy for that type of situation. In any case, I do hope that uh, all of y'all listening uh, did enjoy Thanksgiving um, and are and are enjoying the uh, the Thanksgiving spirit. Um, it should be a year-round type thing, Jason. What do you think? You know, just being a little a little uh, appreciative of of the good things in life and the challenges, the learnings that come with the challenges. Absolutely, I think it would go a long way. I think we all feel pretty good after Thanksgiving, at least those of us who have a lot to be thankful for. Uh, it's it's an important perspective to have. I think it would, as you said, go a long way to making us all feel better and maybe be a little bit more friendly. Absolutely. And I know you've got a young family, too. I do. I've got a six-year-old and a two-year-old. So their idea of Thanksgiving, I think, would be a 20-piece chicken nuggets <laughs> and a bowl of Lucky Charms. So, you know, the traditional stuff is, is, is not up their alley yet. Not bad. Okay. Some people, you know, I'm so traditional with it. For me, I enjoyed the turkey and the stuffing and all that good stuff. I had We had the extended family come to the house growing up and I loved it. I love seeing the, the cars parked out in the street in front of the house, and you drive, go through the neighborhood, and you see so many homes like that, and it was just such a great um, experience, and it, it brings back so many great memories for me. And as a—my kids are a little older now. They're 11 and 12. Um and I know, but I, when I first became a parent, I remember thinking, I got to recreate that energy and that spirit for my kids because I know how amazing it is, you know? And that's wonderful. one of the wonderful things about uh, parenthood um, that is, um, I don't know, some, some traditions are certainly hard to leave behind, right? Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes you build it up, like you said, in your head, and you're thinking like, oh, yeah, my kids are going to love this. And they're like, oh, what is this? You know, turkey yeah. and gravy, this isn't my style, but that's okay. I know that that will come at some point. So uh, maybe next year we'll get the 
the big spread that they love. Yeah. Well, you never know. People can do things different. And these days, everything is always being redefined anyway, right? And um, with our own families, we can set up our own traditions and adapt uh, and so forth. For me, you know, I had, um, you know, thinking about my parents, they're like way up in Connecticut. They're just outside of New Haven, and I don't get to see them nearly as much as I would like to, including during the holidays, unfortunately. Um, you know, of course, in our family, um, you know, my, my mom and dad being the heads of the household um, would always make sure that, that everything felt very warm and welcoming. And now as we um, are all getting older, I'm getting closer to 50 uh, as we go along, and I'm the baby of five siblings. Uh, my oldest is my oldest sibling is twelve years older than me. My parents are in their eighties now, and um, you know we're having real conversations as a as a family now, as particularly as siblings, about what are the next steps, and um, particularly when it comes to with dealing with my parents and uh, what their wishes are, what their needs are as they get older, and trying to figure out the challenges of caregiving. Um, as those needs will arise in the future, because oh, we're all—they're up in Connecticut, and the rest of us are all up and down the East Coast, um, from New Jersey on down to Florida, and so that's quite a challenge. And so, in a couple of minutes, when we bring on our guest, uh, Heather Black, to talk about caregiving, um, this is one of those examples where you have so many families out there, right, including folks our age, roughly, um, who are dealing with these challenges for the first time, and have to really start understanding what are the rules, what are the resources, how does this work, what does Medicare cover, what doesn't it cover, and what do I need to be thinking about now for when these life-changing things start to happen. And that's the one thing about caregiving, like so many other challenges in life, um, they aren't exactly planned much of the time. And life kind of gets in the way. You're on a plan, you're on a certain track, and you're going, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And then all of a sudden, life gets in the way. And all of a sudden, you find yourself becoming a family caregiver. And now you are juggling a number of responsibilities and having to be a very quick study on how to do this and learning what are the resources that are out there and what are the types of things, uh, having a better understanding of what you need to know um, in order to be able to provide for your loved one um, in the, the best way possible. So that being said, Jason, we are joined right now by Heather Black, who's the Vice President of United Way of North Carolina. Heather, thanks so much for being here today, and happy Thanksgiving to you. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you so much for having me here. And I, I really enjoyed listening to your conversation and giving me a chance to think about some of my Thanksgiving memories with family. So oh, good. You. Oh, good. Excellent. Well, hopefully you and uh, and others are uh, in the same spirit that me and Jason are here right now, yeah. <laughs> enjoying yeah, the season, definitely. as it were. Um, so, Heather, yeah. let, let's get right into it here. Um, of all the areas of related to aging that I have found working in AARP, what I have found often has the most uh, misunderstanding is long-term care and caregiving. Uh, a lot of times people don't know what long-term care is or what it consists of, and they may be a, a, a caregiver, a family caregiver right now and not even know it. Um, so just for this, uh, beginning off with some, some definitions, some, cl some clarity, what is caregiving and how big of a challenge is it here in America? Right. No, I, I, that's a great question. And I think, you know, caregiving... Um, really does take place, the majority of it, by family and friends um, and neighbors. You know, you may, you are a caregiver if you go and get groceries once or twice a week um, and bring them to a family member or a neighbor who's who's aging. You are a caregiver if you take someone 
to medical appointments, or maybe it's to a hair appointment that that older um, aunt in your neighbor in your family, you know, is really wants to make sure her hair still looks good. So you take her to get that appointment. Maybe you just go visit, you go and see them and, and check in on them. Or, or maybe it's a more um, intensive caregiving situation where you are giving, you know, daily, you know, around the clock care to someone who has a, a more serious health issue. You know, caregiving comes in all shapes and sizes and forms. And, and again, the majority of it in, in our country is done by family members and is done in the home. And I think we have to acknowledge that. And often, as, as you alluded to, Mike, so many of us are unprepared for that new role that we take on, um, especially I, I like you and uh, entering that phase of life, I think soon with with parents who are aging and, and getting close to 50 myself and just starting to think about what that's going to look like for me and my family. And and it is daunting and it is overwhelming. So I think, you know, caregiving can be a lot of things It can start slow and you um, grow into it, but it can also happen very quickly. You know, something can happen to a family member and you very quickly have to assume a role that maybe you didn't anticipate. Like you said, life can happen. Hmm. You know, I have to say, you know, as we, th I think one of the things that's really important for folks to understand is that it's okay to feel overwhelmed yeah. and to feel like you're out of your league and you're like, oh my gosh, I, there's this whole new language I have to learn now, this new field mm -hmm. of understanding in order to deal with this this challenge of my loved one. Um, even yeah. me working, I've been with AARP for 15 years now and caregiving is such a huge priority for us. And when my family, my siblings and I started having this conversation in recent months about my parents, um, you know, I, I even my, I myself, it's funny when you shift from, you know, sort of the work mentality to the personal life mentality, it can feel really, really overwhelming. Yeah. Um, but you guys at United Way have been working in this area for a long time. And, you know, it's funny, we at AARP often tout the fact that we've been around for more than 60 years. <laughs> United Way has been around just a little bit longer. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So United Way um, internationally has been around for, I think, well over 125, 130 years. Started in, in Denver, Colorado back in the late 1800s. Here in North Carolina, United Way of North Carolina just celebrated our 75th birthday. Hmm. So we're proud of that. Um and, and we are the, the state association for all of the local United Ways that do such critical and important work in our communities all across North Carolina. There's 50 local United Ways, and we support their, their work. And then we also have NC211, which I know we're going to talk about a lot today um, as part of, of our key work here in North Carolina, which is the statewide information and referral system. And we have some new work coming around um, in, uh, around caregiver work. But I wanted to, to touch on what you just said to Mike about, you know, asking for help. And I think that's so important. I, I had a friend recently who found herself in a caregiving role that she was unprepared for. And I remember saying to her, look, if something, you know, if your plumbing broke at your house, you'd call a plumber and you'd ask them for help. You wouldn't expect yourself to know how to do all that. Mm. And it's okay to recognize that you're in a caregiving role, you weren't prepared for it and you don't know all the things. So call and talk to somebody who does. Call and ask someone who is from that field who can help guide you through it because they've been there and they understand um, how to navigate this. And it's OK. And I think it's because it's a family member and because someone you care so deeply for that you're hesitant to, to show that vulnerability. But it's OK to say, I need help with this. This is overwhelming and stressful. 
And as a large number of people, nearly 70% of Americans who reach the age of 65 will someday require some help from others just yep. to get through their day. And today, 53 million Americans of all ages devote a portion of their day to providing some level of care to a loved one. When we return after this commercial break, we're going to continue our conversation with Heather Black of United Way to talk about specifically how they are helping family caregivers here in North Carolina, as well as their new partnership with AARP to expand their reach. This is AARP Without Limits. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is AARP Without Limits. We have been speaking with Heather Black of the United Way here in North Carolina talking about family caregiving. It is National Caregivers Month, and we want to be highlighting resources that are available to people um, who are dealing with family caregiver situations. Oftentimes, it is something that is unplanned, unforeseen, and people find themselves at a loss for understanding or information on where to turn for resources and help. Uh, before I bring her in, though, I just a reminder, if you have a question about caregiving, resources, things like that, you can always reach out to us directly uh, here at AARP Without Limits. Though we are a pre-recorded program, you can send us an email to aarpwithoutlimits at aarp.org, and we will do our absolute best to get you the best non-commercial information possible. Uh, back to our guest, Heather Black. Um, Heather, ARP and United Ways 211 have a partnership that is piloting out a new program here in North Carolina. But before we get to that specifically, can you just what is explain to folks what is 211? What, what does it do? Yeah. What's the scope of their work? Sure. No, that's a great question. So 211 simply is those three digits. So, you know, we all know to call 911 if we need fire or police rescue or, you know, 811 before we dig something up in our yard. So nationally, 211 has been established as the, the three-digit dialing code for health and human services resources. So here in North Carolina, United Way of North Carolina is the administrator of that dialing code. And we have two call centers here in North Carolina that operate 24-7, 365. So we are always there. We have wonderful team of, of staff who are, are trained to help you. You call in. It's a free call. It's a confidential call. And our uh, call specialists are there to help assess your needs and then find resources for you that are in your community. And when I say needs, it could be that you're struggling to pay your rent this month or keep the utility bill paid, or maybe you need help with food. Or maybe it's a, a mental health need that you would like to get um, connected to a mental health resource. And, and again, we are not providing the direct financial assistance. We're just helping to, to help you get to the next place, to find the best community resource for you. And we're going to give you as much information as we can about that resource. So we're going to tell you, you know, the name and the website and the location and the phone number, all that good stuff. But we're also going to tell you about the eligibility requirements. Um, what their hours are, when they're doing distributions, what kind of documentation you might need to have with you to, to be able to receive services. We'll even tell you if there's a bus stop nearby. So we're going to try to give you as much information as we can so that you, to take that burden off of you, to try to help you just kind of know, okay, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. I can't pay this bill. I need help. Where, where do I start? And, and that's really our goal there is to just make that navigation to services as easy as possible. And then we do play a role during disasters um, in, in North Carolina. Luckily, we haven't had anything this year as far as hurricanes. We got through the season. Mm -hmm. But uh, we also play a role um, during hurricanes, and we and we help during the COVID response. 
um, with the governor's office in providing disaster resource information. So just remember those three digits and know that we're here to help you um, anytime, 24-7-365. 211, such an incredible and important resource that more people need to know about. Um, and United Way, as being the, the facilitator of that program here, you know, there's very there are very, very few organizations that have the life that of like United Way, like over a hundred years, right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And it's not yeah. by it's not by accident that you guys have lasted so right. long. It's because you guys are good at what you do, and you're a trusted organization, and right. you provide your value over and over again. And two one one is just one example of many that you guys can highlight. So that that's focusing getting back to caregiving again. Mm-hmm. Tell tell folks a little bit about this. Um, uh, what we're you know anyway two one one NARP are doing together in the caregiver space. Yeah, so you know what I just described is kind of our foundational two one one work, and then the the role that I play at, at United Way is to find other ways to leverage that infrastructure. And and one of the really fun things we're doing this year is supporting caregivers. And through a partnership with AARP, we um, have some additional resources thanks to AARP to um, have navigators, caregiving navigators, and their role is um, if someone calls in and identifies as a caregiver. Even if they don't self-identify as a caregiver, our, our call specialists have been trained to, to listen for some cues that, that may indicate someone's in a caregiving role and say, hey, um, you know, it sounds like you you might be in a caregiving role and, and we have staff who, who would like to talk with you and see if there's some additional resources that we can make sure you have access to. We've done some extra work on our resource database to make sure that we have caregiving resources. It could be something like an Alzheimer's support group, right? Maybe you've just learned that a family member has Alzheimer's or dementia. That's pretty overwhelming. Um, So it would be great if we could connect you to a support group, or maybe um, you are in a caregiving role that's, that's pretty intense and you need respite. We can connect you to a respite program here in North Carolina so that you can get a break and feel confident knowing that, that your loved one is still cared for while you go and take care of yourself. And then the part of this program that I love the most is that because of the resourcing from AARP, our navigators um, have the time and the space to be able to do outbound calls to these caregivers, to call them every couple of weeks and check in and say, hi, I'm calling from the caregiver program at 211 and I'm calling to check on you today. How are you doing? Um, What is your stress level? How are you feeling? What do you need today? And I think that's so critical and important because as we've talked about today, Caregiving can be really overwhelming and it can be really stressful. So, uh, and so much of the focus is on the person who needs the care as it should be, but we need to make sure that these caregivers are well taken care of too, and that someone's looking out for them. And so that's, that's what we're, we're able to do through this caregiver program with, with our partnership with AARP. It is an incredible program. And I have to say that as a, me being the state director of AARP North Carolina, I'm incredibly proud to be working with you and United Way 211 on this, because as you said, you know, this follow-up piece is so, mm-hmm. so important and so, so valuable because the people call, they, they find out about 211, they call, they get the initial resource, the initial help, and then they have a follow-up call, not somebody calling them trying to sell them something, <laughs> right? Or right. or a telemarketing call trying to scam them or, or what yep. have you. Um, it's them just simply checking in and saying, how are you doing? Do you need more assistance? Is there mm-hmm. a way that we can be of more help to you? And that yeah. is so important. So just so folks are clear is this something limited to certain parts of the state or is it statewide or? Yeah, so it is statewide. It is for unpaid caregivers, which I think is is probably most of who we're talking about, Mm -hmm. someone who's a family or a friend or a neighbor who's caring for someone 18 or older. So 
Um, at this time, it's not for for parents caring for younger children, but really for someone who's caring for, you know, someone who's aging or, or an older adult um, or, or someone who is an adult. So really, again, just an unpaid caregiver anywhere here in North Carolina. Um, 211 covers the entire state. So that's really important to us. And I know AARP uh, in your role, Mike, you cover the entire state. So that's the other part of this partnership that's so important is we recognize you know, rural communities to our metro areas here in the state, very diverse, um, what a diverse, beautiful state we have. So we want to make sure that we can provide the support and resources to any North Carolinian who needs it. Great. And uh, for folks who want more information, there's a couple of routes um, we can take. And and one is on our AARP North Carolina Facebook page. If you go on there right now, folks, you will see uh, there is a, a teletown hall that we had um, with with Heather Black um, um, and another <laughs> guest uh, that's available that digs deeper into this and answers questions from some of the live callers we had in could be a tremendous resource. Heather, where else online? I know people can just pick up the phone and call two one one, but if people want to see or read more information, what website can they go to? Yeah, so they can go to nc two one one dot org, and on our front page right now, I'm going to make sure it stays on our front page for a few more weeks. Um, there is a uh, a article about our caregiver outreach program. And on there, there's also a form that you can submit. So if you'd rather not call and just submit a form while you're thinking about it, you can submit that and one of the navigators will will contact you. Um, sometimes that's easier for people. So we can do it that way and you can can read about our, our program there as well. So nc211.org. Okay, fantastic. And in the last 30 seconds or so, just for folks to know, for those who, you know, are approaching this, maybe they're not in this situation yet, but they want to know where, in addition to this website, you know, is there just some basic, really quick advice you could give to folks who who want to be prepared for this? I think it's having conversations, right? It's it's having, going ahead and getting ahead of the, of the situation and having a conversation with your family members. Um, you mentioned talking to your siblings. I, I do that. You talk to your parents who, who may be aging or the aunt or whomever it is in your family. And, and try to just have that open dialogue. We also have area agencies on aging all across North Carolina. They're regional. Finding out what your area agency on aging is, and you should be able to look that up as well at nc211.org or call 211 and ask about that. And um, go ahead and get connected to them and see what other resources for aging there are in your community. And we um, they are a great resource here in North Carolina, our area agencies on aging. What a fantastic way to close out National Caregiving Month. Heather Black, United Way, thank you so much for being with us. Please send us a question if you have or a comment, an, a, a topic suggestion, guest suggestion, AARP Without Limits at aarp.org. Thanks to Heather Black for being with us. Thank you, Jason Kong, for production. This is Mike Olander thanking you for listening. AARP Without Limits signing off. We'll talk to you soon.